So we're going to, yes, uh, switch gears here. Uh, the City University of New York, CUNY, uh, um, its new semester begins uh, on Thursday. Uh, the largest urban university system in the country uh, with 11 senior colleges, seven community colleges, and various uh, graduate schools. Uh, it's in a bit of uh, turmoil. The uh, leadership of CUNY announced several months ago that the new in the new semester, there would be 70% of courses would be taught in person and a cap of no more than 30% of classes would be taught online. Well, between August and now, something called Omicron happened and uh, once again, but, you know, flooded with a, a, a wave of, uh, of COVID has washed over the city and the, the country and uh, enrollment in this uh, upcoming semester has plummeted at a number of CUNY campuses, especially its community colleges, which in turn is leading to layoffs for a number of part-time faculty. And uh, yesterday, uh, members of rank and file action, a uh, militant uh, caucus within the uh, larger faculty union at CUNY, uh, rallied outside of the headquarters of CUNY on East 42nd Street. And uh, our the Indies, uh, Sue Brisk, was there. And I believe we have some audio footage we can go to, uh, hearing from some of the people who are out there in the cold demanding that CUNY change course and come to its senses. But I'm going to give you a few highlights from Osos Community College. Last year, we paid our president $266,000. We also paid our ex-president $160,000. No one has explained to me why we paid someone who was retired $160,000 the same year that 3,000 adjuncts were laid off. Finally, the Hostos budget allocates $1 million for the library every year. It allocates $2 million for security. We pay twice as much money to have cops on campus than we do to run a library. My name is Travis Sweat. Uh, I'm an adjunct professor at Medgar Evers College. Uh, I've been there for a few years now, been uh, teaching in the CUNY system for six years now. Uh, I am yet another adjunct uh, who is facing uh, basically layoff through incompetence and apathy uh, due to the chancellor's mandate. Stop that! Okay, so voices uh, from the rank-and-file rank action protesting yesterday afternoon outside CUNY headquarters in Midtown. We're now uh, going to be joined by uh, Nick Nicolutis. He has uh, um, been an adjunct uh, an English professor at CUNY for six years. He taught at the Borough of Manhattan Community College. Uh, he left there at the end of last semester uh, and is now teaching um, at City College and Baruch and has been navigating this whole enrollment crisis himself as well. Uh, uh, and also Nick uh, is a member of the WBAI Listener Station Board as well, uh, manages to squeeze that into his other very busy activities. Uh, Nick, welcome to welcome to WBAI. Yeah, welcome. Thank you very much for having me and talking about this. So 
you want to uh, just give your uh, assessment of, of where where things stands and how serious this uh, situation is for CUNY students and the, and faculty? Yeah, the the situation is 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 very serious, and um, you know if you you look back to the beginning of the pandemic back in the summer of 2020, CUNY uh, laid off something like 2,800 adjuncts. Um, and in that time, you know, adjuncts like me and my comrade Travis, who you heard from and others have had to, from semester to semester, constantly fight for jobs. Um, and that's not nothing, it's not necessarily a new thing, right? But we figured that at some point we could get some sort of stability, you would think. Now we're back here again, you know, back in last semester, as you mentioned, in the beginning of last semester, the administration decided that they would do a 70-30 return, right? So 70% in person, 30% online. And so now we're facing a crisis of, uh, you know, a manufactured crisis of enrollment, where the thinking, right, or the ideology or whatever you would want to call it was students want to go back. Right. Students want to be back on campus. People want to be back on campus, which, yes, sure. Um, I, I don't discount that, right? I, I'm teaching, uh, you know, in person. I'm not super excited about it, um, given the kind of um, uneven way that um, returning has been treated in general at CUNY. But, you know, what really bared out is that students don't want to come back. Um, and as you said, you know, community colleges are particularly hit by this and, and something like at places like LaGuardia Community College, you know, um, some uh, comrades did some digging uh, online to get some data. And we found that on January 15th of 2022, there was about um, 5,950 students enrolled at LaGuardia Community College in Long Island City which is down from one year ago on January 15th, 2021, from 15,400 students. So we're talking about only a third of the student population has registered. And so what so this it? has, tr- you know, it has ripple effects throughout the entire system. Right. Each of that person's family, their, you know, their future, their finances. But tell us what should be done to address this crisis and also I mean, we can only speculate, but why would they continue to have the 70-30 um, in-person online when their enrollment is dropping so much? I mean, what, nobody wants that, right? But also, how can we address yeah. that? Yeah, and to your second question first, um, why um, is, you know, this is the chancellor is not making this decision because of his own understanding of the situation, right? This is set in place by an ideology that is present throughout the state and the country, right? That it's time to get back to work, right? No matter the consequences, it's time to get back, right? And adjuncts, um, the adjunct system, right, um, is the um, place to cut the fat from CUNY, right? If you need to cut faculty, you need to cut people out, it's, it's the adjuncts that get cut first. Um, and so what can we do? We are asking that, number one, that we allow all courses to run, right? So there are minimum amounts of, of, of students that for a course to run, 
there has to be a minimum amount. And, and that's different for at different campuses, right? It could be 12, it could be 15, you know, it, it's different everywhere, right? So there's, there's that, right? And so if that th- class does not meet that threshold, the class, the class will get cut. It will get canceled. The students will say, sorry, this class is canceled, right? So number one, we can stop that and say all classes will run. Number two, there's a massive amount of CARES Act money that the college is currently sitting on and has done nothing with. That money can be used to pay adjuncts to teach these classes that are low enrolled. Um, and we can lower the course amounts, right? So typically courses will be around 25, 27 kids. That's usually what I teach in my English, you know, 101, 201 courses are 25 to 28, somewhere in that range. We can lower that and say, okay, we're going to make courses 13 and add more courses, right? So there are many You'd ways. You'd be kind of like a private school. college for, for one time. Yeah, imagine if, if uh, a majority working class and person of color college treated their students with value, right, and gave them an education that wasn't shoving as many kids into a class as they could with underpaid adjuncts, right? Um, and the, these are steps that can be done. This isn't unheard of, right? Back, you know, these are things that were talked about at the beginning of the pandemic to avert this crisis. And now it's off the table, right? It's just everyone get back to work. And the students, you know, we can talk about, you know, uh, adjuncts and other part-time faculty and staff that are feeling this, but it's students too. You know, you're getting students who are basically going to be kicked out of their classes, right? They're kicked out of these things because of there's not enough people to run these classes. So this whole 70-30 thing, right, I think is, it's set from the new mayor, right, who has said in so many ways and so many different times, right, it's time to get back from, you know, it's this, this mentality is everywhere, right? And so it's not that the administrators themselves are particularly at fault, but it is the ethos that is existing in this, I think, city right now um, and in the country that that says we're doing this and it doesn't matter what happens. Right. Um, we're we're going to have to go in the next minute or two. Um, I just uh, I have one more question, but I also I mean, have an observation, which is that while while this uh, sensibility is sort of in the air everywhere, just in terms of the structure of how CUNY uh, works, uh, there's a board of trustees two-thirds of which are appointed by the governor, one-third by uh, mayors. And essentially the chancellor answers to the board of trustees and its chairman, Mm -hmm. who is uh, Bill Thompson, a longtime political operative and uh, figure here in the city, really um, not an academic background per se. And he, in turn, answers to the the governor who uh, uh, appoints him. He was appointed by Cuomo. And now Hochul is over him. And so you have Hochul and Adams, who in turn essentially answer uh, to the real estate oligarchs and other ruling class mm-hmm. figures that want the city to, you know, quote, reopen. They want the working class to go back to work. They want uh, mm-hmm. office workers to go to the office. And it almost feels like CUNY is, you know, just sort of this Potemkin village they're trying to uh, put in place to kind of further the idea that things are getting back to normal and, and 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 while the seventy thirty mandate is damaging to CUNY, it serves these sort of larger political purposes. And and you guys are kind of almost like collateral damage in this sort of larger political ideological effort. Yeah. And it's not just us. You know, you look at K through twelve, right? Uh-huh. They went back, and what happened? There was like 
less than half of the kids went to school one week, right? So it's this is everywhere, right? This yeah. isn't just us. But you're right. You know, CUNY is a balkanized system, right? It's layers upon layers upon layers of bureaucracy and bosses, right? And everyone's kind of toting the line of the person above them, right? And it's... It's it's a tough system to navigate with that level of bureaucracy where everyone defaults to the top and you have your, um, you know, landmark or, or yeah, landmark educational institution of the city that needs to look like it's back to normal, right? Right. Well, we'll have to leave it there. But uh, uh, Nick Nicolutis from uh, Rank and File Action, thank you so much for joining us this evening on WBAI. Well, thank you so much. All right. We'll continue to follow this story and we'll be back with more after this short break.